0: Yeah. I wanna be a billionaire, I ain't getting no sleep till I see a million every week. I wanna be a billionaire, I ain't getting no sleep till I see a Billy every week. I wanna be a billionaire, billionaire, billionaire. I wanna be a billionaire. 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 Ladies and gentlemen, how you doing? Welcome to another episode of Sleep is for Billionaires, the podcast. I am your host, Johnny Vegas. Now, today, I got a very special guest on my show, ladies and gentlemen. You in for a treat, so take some notes. Okay, this man has worked with Waka Flocka Flame, Wale, Bone Thugs and Harmony, Jadakiss. Just got a plaque for working with the man Riff Raff. Ladies and gentlemen, allow me to introduce C.L. McCoy. How you doing today, friend?
1: Man, man, I'm doing wonderful, man. I want to say thank you for having me on here, man. I really, truly appreciate this, brother. Thank you so much.
0: Oh, no problem, man. You know what I'm saying? Thank you for blessing us with your talent, man. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's good to see artists get rewarded in such a great way when it comes to, you know, handing them plaques and, you know, just giving them the credits they deserve, man. I mean, it's been so long that it's always the labels really taking the credit, but the artists getting the crumbs. You know what I'm saying? So you know, I was watching Yeah, I was watching an interview earlier today, you know, because after the Grammys, you know, everybody was boasting it up how we came so far. And they were talking about how Little Richard, for example, you know, made a lot of classic hits and it got remade by the Beatles and Elvis. Yeah, he ain't received nothing. You know what I'm saying? So glad to see the, the, the future beyond those times, you know, getting rewarded accordingly or at least getting to the stage where they need to be uh, rewarded accordingly. So congratulations on you, my brother.
1: Great. And thank you so much once again, bro. I appreciate that so much, man.
0: No doubt, man. So I definitely want to just talk and let the people know a little bit about you and your journey and how you got to where you are today, you know? So, um, you know, let's, let's talk about a little bit where you're from and how you've grown to love music
1: Man, most definitely, man. Um, I, I, obviously it's a you know it's a long story, but I try to keep it short and sweet. You know what I mean? So uh, good. we got your born, time, brother. For sure, for sure. Um, um, I was born in Kansas, man. Um, you know, uh, my, my pops he was in the military, so, um, you know, I was one of those military brats. You know what I mean and stuff like that. So I moved around quite a bit, a little bit growing up. But my main home, uh, where I really grew up, was Oklahoma City. You know what I mean, okay. Oklahoma. So. Um, when I first, you know, started doing music in Oklahoma, Oklahoma was literally like no studios, there was no venues, no radio stations. So it was like, literally when people say, you know, start from the ground up from the mud, literally I had to start from the mud. You know, we didn't have no sources of no type of, uh, musical anything, you know what I mean? So, um, I, I got into music, um. also for my father, you know, he was a, a, a great musician growing up. He played a keyboard. Uh, my uncle, uh, they used to be in a band back in the day. My uncle used to play the guitar. Hell of a singer. I'm talking about vocals out this world. So uh, the whole musical thing, just it's kind of, it just runs in our bloodstream, you know. So growing up, I always watched my dad and my uncle and even my older brother Trey, you know what I mean? Uh, he, he's, he's in R&B as well, and he's amazing, does an amazing thing as well, you know. So um, those guys kinda got me, you know, enjoying the journey of music and learning the music scene. And then when I got about um I started playing drums at the age of eight years old, you know, got into that and in band and stuff. Um, my mom was like, yo, that racket is crazy. We've got to try to find something else. You know what I mean? Right. That backup and, uh, plan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? I mean, she didn't mind obviously because you know, kept me, you know, doing something productive, but you know, in that house, just do, 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 do all day. She was just like, oof, I was getting on her nerves, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But uh, my dad, like I said, he was a keyboardist. You know, he plays the keys, and he used to do production and stuff like that, so that really interests me, you know what I mean? Because I started getting more into the hip-hop, learning more about the producers as, like, Manny Fresh and Cash Money and Swiss Beats and Rough Riders and Neptune, you know, Pharrell, and Chad and them. Timbaland is my all-time favorite, so just listening to, like, learning these producers and how they're making beats. Even Jermaine Dupree back in the day, you know what I mean? Because crisscross Cross was one of my favorite groups growing up. You know, My name's Chris. Mm-hmm. So I thought they was talking about me but Warm It Up, Chris. You know what I mean? That was my anthem. So. <laughs> warm It Up, Chris. <laughs> warm It Up, Chris. <laughs> yeah, man. That was my anthem. I thought they was talking about th- I thought it was talking to me. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, so I just learned a lot about producers and everything like that. And that's something that I was really interested in doing. So my dad, um, I think around, maybe I think about either 13 or 14 years old, He actually sat me down. One of the real reasons why he he taught me how to do it is because I used to want my dad to make the beats for me for when I created my music and stuff. So my dad got kind of tired of like, you know what, son? I'm just going to show you how to sequence this bad boy so you can start creating your your own way. Because I told him how to make the beats, and he just kind of you know did it for me because I didn't understand how to sequence and stuff beats at that time yet. So that's what really got me into making beats was my dad, you know what I mean, and stuff like that, and creating and learning how to... Engineer, little stuff like that as well. So it it came from there, man, and just kind of just was my love and calling since then. You know what I mean?
0: Nah, that's awesome, man. I feel the same way, brother. Like, I actually, because I'm a musician as well. You know, I rap in English to Spanish, I do some songwriting and executive producing as well. And um, yeah, man, I started writing at the age of, at the age of eight. You know, when you was playing the drums, I was writing songs. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, yeah. And uh, I was about writing a little bit. Also, at that time, a little bit. You know, I me, mean? I was trying to do my little raps. Like I said, crisscross was my group, so I, I wanted to be, I wanted to be Mac Daddy, Daddy Mac. You <laughs> know what I mean? So, um, that, was, that, was, that was it. Yeah,
0: man, nah, my face, my, actually, you know what? You know what's crazy? My first rap that I wrote, right, it wasn't even my song. It was Buster Rhymes' song, Uh, Ha, Got You All In Check, right? Hey, so what I did was hey. I was just writing the words as he was saying it so I could learn the format of how to write a song. So even okay. from the part where he's like, y'all, 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 I'm like, Y-A, Y-A, y-, space, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like yeah, I'm man. just trying to teach myself this format and then it just kind of grew from there, got into some local rap batters, you know what I'm saying, got on a few DJ mixtapes and started doing talent shows. And finally, yeah. when I moved to Florida, I got a few songs on the radio, started doing some shows, you know, and then I wanted to do the acting thing. So then I came out here. So, you know, what I mean, I feel you on just kind of starting from within, you know what I mean? But I ended up just right. evolving into other things, you know what I mean? But- yes, sir. Now, Just I definitely sorry. wanted to talk more about the uh, the networking side of things to how you got landed your first placement, you know, after you grew up, you started loving it. You took when did you actually want to take music seriously?
1: That's a great question, man. Um of course, you know, when you're younger and everything like that, and, and you watch a 106 in park and you watch a rap seat the basement, you 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 think you're ready right then and there. You know what I mean? Like you gotta be next to big. Uh, I chick. damn
0: sure thought I was.
1: <laughs> i'm saying i'm ready to be free i i'm like yo it's like, it's my time you know what i mean but it's yeah. not that easy obviously you know what i mean just to get up there and make that happen so um it's it's definitely a grind you know what i mean um but i i was actually blessed pretty early man i'm not gonna lie to you um i was telling you about my big brother trey um earlier okay. um he actually got his foot in the door he's five years older than me and he he started he's in the r b group called meant to be and when they started, I mean, he, he I actually got to watch him do his thing with the group. And, and, and he, you know, he put in the hard work of, you know, performing at the local shows, clubs, you know, hotels, whatever they had to do to get their name out there and print up their CDs and, you know, go to this conference there, go to that conference there and stuff like that. So I had a great blueprint for me, you know, I mean, to actually watch and learn. Uh, you know, before I actually had to step out there and do my thing, you know, and um, um, when uh, I, I met a guy named Brandon Byrd, he's from Washington, D.C. At the time, he was an intern for Arista Records, or I don't know if it was Arista or Arista, one of the two. I can never uh, know which, it's both. which way to say but <laughs> you
0: know, Arista. Arista. Arista,
1: Arista, Arista, yeah. At the time, you know, they had Pink signed to them, you know, Clips was signed to them at the time, and um. Um, uh, I can't remember exactly, but it had a, a nice lineup at the time. Yeah, nice was, I say, yeah. Yeah. That was dope. How he, how we got our CD or my, my music to him was, I had a, a friend of mine who was in Cancun and we used to make CDs back in the day, you know, that normal hustle. Me and my cousin we was a little group back in the day called rugged individuals. And, uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, so we, you know what I mean, putting together your CD, going to Walmart, getting our little hundred cases, um, I mean, hundred CDs gets a little blank cases. Oh you know, God. you know, took me, you took
0: me back though. Tell me you picked up the Sharpies. I know you picked up Come the on, Sharpies.
1: Bro. Come <laughs> on, man. Then we eventually moved up and used the ink and then till mama said, you better start buying that black ink. You ain't going to be using it no more. You know what I mean? So, right. um, right. taking it to the school, grinding them out, selling them for three bucks, five bucks. Hey, sometimes giving them for free just to get our name out there. You know what I mean? Um, well, one of our buddies went to Cancun and, um, he actually ran into my guy, Brandon. Uh, and, um, b- before he knew he was intern, you know, intern for Airstay, you know, um, he was just, it was just chopping game. They just had, you know, conversation kind of like me and you, and it just came up. And then he was like, well, you know, I got a couple of homeboys from back in Oklahoma. That's really nice. Just check them out. Hmm. Showed him the CD, man, and, and, and then Brandon loved it, man, you know what I mean, and then next thing you know, we he, he hits us up, and remember, this is, like, obviously before the social media was popping, so there's no FaceTime and no Zooming like we doing right now, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I mean, my, you know what I mean, none of that stuff was popping, so it was really a phone call, that like, y'all, uh, man, I speak to Chris, you know what I mean, it was, like, one of them deals, and, um. He was a real, he was a real dear Holyfield. You know, when people tell you, you know, they work for them or work for dad, this and that, you kind of like, man, whatever. But he was really interning for them. He was really doing his thing for the label. And um, he wanted me and my cousin to do some shows for him, open up for him, um, some big names. Our first show that we did was open up for Clips. Okay. Um, which was crazy. And this was in uh, Kentucky, Lexington, Kentucky at the time. We was only like 17 years old, man. Yeah. Um, got to do that, killed the show. Then he had a bigger show for us, mm-hmm. 50 Cent. Get Rich Die trying 50 Cent, though.
0: Okay. You
1: know what I'm saying? Rupp Arena in Kentucky, 20,000 crowd. And that was when, when we did that show, um, and we actually killed it, and the crowd was just screaming, going crazy. That's when I knew I wanted to do this full time, and this is what I had to do in life. So... Um, yeah, man, that's when I started taking it serious. So I was about maybe about 17 years old, man.
0: Yeah, that's what's up, man. I love that story, man. I actually started taking it serious. I wanna say I was about I well, I mean, I, I took it. I I I I didn't I was how can I say this? Okay. So at 16, that's when I was yeah. like, okay, look, I wanna start performing and you know, going to DJs and really participating in the grind. So you know what I'm saying? That's when I, I started try. really wanting to you know, pursue that endeavor. But then when I, uh, you know, when I first got my song on the radio, I was like, oh, shit. And I first saw my royalty check. I was like, okay, this can be a business. This this is now making money doing this besides hand-to-hand and that's mechanical royalties or whatever. So I'm like, okay, well, shit. Now let me me orchestrate my uh, publishing company and get all that set up. So when I put more music, now I got a formula where I put, I, I, I release music digitally this way pump the shit out of it till people start listening to it. And then the royalties come in that way. And I just started stepping exactly. and repeating all the way, you know, but exactly. then I, you know, as you know, it, there's not a lot of demand in your music then you know, it shows in the money that you're receiving. Right. So I had to diversify my attention, you know what I'm saying? So when did you receive your first check in music?
1: Man, my first check um, was my brother and them, they had a song. Uh, I, I don't know. Do you, do you remember um, Jordan Towers for World Star Hip Hop back in the day? When Jordan Absolutely,
0: Towers, I, watch, I watch him every day.
1: You see, he used to do all the videos back in the day. He was the man. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He was the he was the hype Williams for the for the for World know, Star. You know what I mean for World Star and stuff like that. So my brother and them had this song at the time called "Drinks on Me." And um, well, okay, let me rewind a little bit, little bit. Um, They started working with Baby Bash. Okay. And this one Baby Bash was cyclone, you know what I mean? With, you know, yeah.
0: sugar, sugar, how you get so fly. Sugar, sugar, all, that.
1: <laughs> all that. You know, this when Bash was fire, you know what I mean? Like he yeah, was yeah, yeah. around his head, you know what I mean? So um, they did a deal with Bash where he, you know, they became, they met him in Vegas one time. He liked their music and he wanted to feature them on one of their tracks. Mm-hmm. Um, like my brother uh, My brother and then was a four part group You know uh, meant to, uh, Like see. You know what I mean Drew Hill That type of vibe, really, Really beautiful ha- harmonies And stuff So he wanted them on a song mm-hmm. Long story short man um, I came to the studio Was listening And this is when I kind of Was getting my production game up A little bit more You know what I mean I kind of was throwing The artistry away a little bit Because you know I was getting frustrated About listening to me But yeah. people, people was rocking With my beats real heavy So mm-hmm. I started focusing On that a lot more the next you know, baby bash was actually about to leave the room. He was actually about to leave the studio and and, and do his thing. But then my brother was like, um, hey, hey bash, bash, before you go, man, can you check out my little brother beats real quick, man? He 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 he, he kind of dope. Mm-hmm. Doing the first beat, bash was like, yo. He took his he took his phone, he took his phone now, I don't know if he was writing on phones at the time, but it was probably just a pinning the pad actually. I don't think it was yeah. the phones yet, but just pinning the pad I was like, yo, 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 i rock with this. Yo, I, you know what? Let's do something to this. You know what? Let's do this right now. I was like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I Like, hold on a second. Like, you know what I'm saying? So um, Bass jumped on a joint, um, and it's called it's actually on YouTube. If y'all anytime you want to look it up, it's called Drinks On Me. It's meant to be N-E-A-N number two, letter B featuring Baby Bash, man. And that was the first song that I, I uh, was able to produce with a mainstream major artist, you know what I mean, and, and it did really well, you know what I mean. And this song for an independent artist like ourselves, it did really big, and man, it was a blessing, you know what I mean. So that was my first musical placement with the, working with a major artist, and I thought I, I thought I was somebody special, man. I thought I was I thought I was on top of the world, but I learned there was a lot more work to do than that, you know what I mean? A lot more work. <laughs>
0: And, and, and that's the sub. And that's exactly what I want to get to. You know, that was actually my next question is okay, you got this placement now. How do you capitalize on that momentum? Right. You know, now you got a a song feature. So what, what was going through your mind as far as okay, what do I need to do to let everybody know that I'm working with a major artist so more major artists could come work with me? What was that grind like?
1: Right. Well, with that, like I said, man, at the time, man, especially being in Oklahoma, because we were still in Oklahoma City at this time as well. And like mm. I said before, this is before the Thunder came, you know, to the city. And that's what really blew the city up was when Oklahoma City Thunder came. Because before mm. then, it was a black hole here. I mean, it was nothing musically. I mean, people could do music, don't get me wrong, but it wasn't like a Los Angeles or New York, Atlanta. You still out New there? You
0: still in Oklahoma right now?
1: I'm still in Oklahoma City today. Yes, sir. Okay. That's I'm still said. in Oklahoma City today, you know what I mean? Um, I, I I I have moved I moved around a lot though, but the reason why my family's here, you know, I got kids and stuff like that. So I'm raising them. It's it's a beautiful environment to raise your children, you know what I mean? And real chill. Um but um yeah, man. So basically um we had no social medias and stuff like that at the time, you know, to 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 put it on Spotify uh, and all that different things. So we had to do that 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 true hustle run. Mm. We called Jordan Towers. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And that's when Jordan Towers came and shot the video for us throwing world star hip hop because you know that's before world star hip hop was all that showed was negativity on there. You know what I mean? Everything on World Star Hip Hop was fights and people getting beat up and yeah. cheated on and stuff. It was really strictly just music then. You know what I mean? It wasn't all that extraness. And that was kind of, you know, the radio stations obviously stuff like that. But that's about as far as it went for me. Now, the big thing that happened for me was honestly, what took me to another level was Um, I was working at Guitar Center during this time as well. You know what I mean? And for those who don't know what Guitar Center is, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, it's a musical store. You know what I mean? We sell all musical equipment and things like that. Mm -hmm. So we have a team called Oklahoma City Thunder, right? Mm -hmm. And this is the first, I think think 2008 when we first got Thunder. No, it was 2009. One of the two. One of the two years. It's such a long ago now. It's crazy we had a team that long now. Um, I'm working at Guitar Center, man. I'm 23 years old at this time. I'm still living at home with my moms. Gotta get on my feet. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I can't invite no females over here. You know what I mean? I gotta make sure mom in the back room and stuff real fast. Okay, now come on through now. Come on, come on, go. Come, on. Oh okay, come on, man. Too much. know, like, I'm too grown for this. You know what I mean? My car's beat up. You know what I mean? Can barely drive to work and back. So I'm like, I gotta do something with myself. I almost didn't want to go to work this day, bro. Like literally, I was like, you know what? I'm not gonna go to work, but something slapped me in my face. I was like, man, you remember you at your mom's crib. Get your ass up, man, so you can make some money so you can move out. I'm like, all right, so I get up, go to work, doing my thing, do my normal. Next thing you know, I'm at the counter, um, just 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 counting some mic cables or something like that. I looked up and I see this 6'11 tall frame in a whole Texas Longhorn uniform.
0: Mm.
1: And he goes by the name of Kevin Durant. Oh wow. You know what I'm saying? And I'm over here thinking to myself like, cause remember this is KD before, who, you know, this is young baby KD. This is not yeah, the KD yeah, we got now. Baby. So you know what I mean? So his stature is not the Kevin Durant that we're looking at right now. We're still looking at a young baby, second year, you know what I mean? Cause Seattle Superstar yeah. came to yeah. us. It's, it's just a young baby.
0: Pre-sniper.
1: <laughs> Super pre-sniper, you know what I mean? It wasn't easy money snipe at this time. You know what I mean? It was a sniper, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you said. But it was still a, a major thing, you know, for him. And you know, he came in. He had an MPC, sat it in front of me, and was like, "Hey, man, um, how you doing today, bro?" I was like, "Yo, man, you, you, Kevin Durant. You know what I'm saying? What's up, bro? You know what I'm saying? Welcome to the city, baby. You know what I mean? We gonna get a tip this year. What's up? Even though know, we won like 20 games that year, we was trash. You know what I'm saying? But uh, I was like, man, what you, what you doing in here, man? You know what I'm saying? He was like, man, on my downtime, I just like to do music. It's just something I like to do for fun. You know what I mean? I, I nothing serious, just. I like to do music, it's fun for me. You know what I mean? I like to make beats and create and little stuff like that. So he was like, Can you help me um, you know, gather a few things to make a studio? I was like, my back of my see, this is all I was thinking in the back of my mind. I'm about to have a fat commission check. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Maybe this check would get me out my mom's crib. That's where I was thinking, you know what I mean? Yeah. But it went a little bit further than that. So as I showed him a few things, got him some equipment. He spent a nice little penny with me, he spent a nice little penny with me, got him set up. Um Took a little picture with him, you know what I mean? Just for the iPhone. I had a little Blackberry, you know, took a picture with him, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. She told my friends and family, like, yo, KD came in. I sold KD like five, $6,000 worth of stuff, man. Dope. Yeah. Before he left, I was like, yo, I did the normal thing that we all do as musicians. Hey, KD, come here real quick, bro. Man, here's a little CD, man, that I be doing, man. You know what I'm saying? I, I just be producing at home. Nothing major, man. Check it out. Just tell me what you think. You know, have a great day, man. Have a great life. Right? You know what I'm saying? Enjoy being rich. Right. <laughs> you know what Thanks, I'm man, bro. Next thing you know, a week later, I'm off work this day as well. I'm chilling at my partner's house, mm. and you know when your job calls you on your off day? Yeah. You look at that phone. And I'm like, dang. Ah, oh, man. Yep, we caught in. you
0: on camera stealing boxes. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs>
1: Something either happened. See, there's two things with guitar scenic, Like a client could bring something back, and that look you lose your money from that commission. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking somebody's either bringing something back that I sold them. So I'm like, dang, I'm losing money, or they want me to come in and work. It's one of the two. Mm-hmm. My boss called me. He was like, "Hey, um, you busy, McCoy?" I was like, "Man, what time you want me to come in, man? What time?" I'm ready. He said, "No, no, no, nothing like that." I got somebody up here looking for you. I said, who, man? Was it the dude I sold the keyboard to? See, I knew he said about that keyboard. I told him. I told that man not to get that keyboard. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I told him not to get that one. He was like, nah, bro. Having the rail up here looking for you, bro. Like, he wants your phone number. He wants to call you. He wants. He's looking for you. I'm like, this is a joke. So mm-hmm. I know this ain't no April Fool's now. I mean, this is September. You know what I mean? And this, right. Like, Bam, KD was up there looking for me, bro, and um, he listened to my CD, loved it, and he he called me and was like, "Yo, man, I, I love your music. I love what you did, man." And, and um, he was like, um, "I'll pay you if you come through and just kind of help me set up my equipment and you know just show me a thing or two on the boards." I was hmm. Like what? I said, oh course. yeah, oh yeah, of course. So after that, helped him out, sent me the address, went to his crib, crazy. Never been in a house like this in my life, yeah. um, you know what I'm saying? And and it was just it's just crazy. So I helped him set up the equipment, and like I like I guitar center. Have a nice life, man. Appreciate you, bro. This house this is all set up for you, man. I, hey, kill it this season, y'all. I'm gonna watch you every game. I love y'all, man. Represent. I thought I'm going home and it's done. With he paid me nice. I'm yeah. moving out my mama's house now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah yeah, my, yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. i now. He gave me nice little lumps, I can, I can move out mom's crib. Right. Went further than that, man. A few days later, he calls me again. Hey, see what you doing, man? Like, this KD? Like, yeah, what you doing? You want to come through the crib? You know what I'm saying? Got some chef over here cooking, you know what I mean? Get on the game a little bit, make some beats. So I'm like, what?
0: That's
1: Bro, lit and that's how me and him became you know real close friends you know I never asked him for anything I never asked him for a penny even though I know he had it and he saw that in me he saw that I was a genuine humble dude and for me being just going over there being his friend because that's what he wanted you know what I mean? he's new to the city then you know you can't trust too many people you know me I mean now even not rich or famous you can't trust nobody nowadays to let your home and stuff like that you know what I'm saying right. so for him to trust me and have that, you know, that feeling about me, you know, it, it, you know, I, I, I just wanted to be a friend to him and being his friend, man, he got me Wale. I got Bum B. I worked with Nipsey Hustle, mm. I worked with Trina, you know what I'm saying? I worked with some of the best of the best in this industry that you can say, and I'm still independent to this day, mm. still independent to this day. I you know, mean um,
0: independent give it up for independence. I love it.
1: Still independent to this day, man. You know what I'm saying? All my accolades and, and, and rewards that awards that I gotten, bro, has literally been a blessing from God, man. And, and I was able to make these moves on my own. You know, of course, I, I'm not saying on my own, like I didn't have help. Of course you have help. But as in, like no labels, no management, um, no publicists. None of that. I, I literally grinded on my own, man, and, and put in the hard work and and um, cause like KD said, bro. He said these artists are not gonna just work with you because I'm Kevin Durant. Right. They can work with anybody in this world if they wanted to. Right. They really like your music. You know what I'm saying? They like your beats. They like your production. They like you, or they won't. They wouldn't do it. You know what I'm saying? They're not doing this for a favor. You know what I mean? This is not a favor for them. This is because you've got talent. Cause at first, I was just like, man, maybe they're just doing this because you're kept. No, he's like, nah, bro. Nah. And I didn't. If, if that's the case, they'd be doing songs with everybody and their mama all the time for favors and their right. friends and shit. You know what I'm saying? It don't work right. like that. So, and it just, it just grew from there, man. I just, you know, and, and I, I just, you know, I mean, it just grew from there. It just grew from there. You know,
0: now that's awesome, man. And, and that's a wonderful story, man. Shout out to Kevin Durant, man. I know he ain't in Oklahoma oh, City, man. but he's doing his thing in Brooklyn. They got a nice little squad over there. So I'm definitely watching. Looking, I'm looking, looking forward right. to them. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing so them on legacy.
1: Huh? Blake Griffin. He's from, from Oklahoma. So he represents for us now.
0: Yeah. I, oh, I love, man. I love Blake Griffin, man. He's a beast on that court, man. Very dominant. I love that, man. You know what I'm saying? And if I, he I can def- stay healthy that healthy, man. Ooh. Yeah, it's crazy. That health, yeah, that health is serious, man. Um, but yeah, man. No, I definitely, I, I feel you on that whole uh, becoming someone's friend because I noticed when I came to LA, I was trying to figure out, like, damn, like how am I going to really network with these people and tell them something that they haven't heard before already? You know what I'm saying? And then I noticed that people take a liking into me because I come off like, you know, on some homeboy shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm just trying to be cool, trying you know, I'll let you know what I got going on, but I ain't asking for favors. I'm gonna do my thing regardless. But at the same time, it's like, when I get around these celebrities, I notice everybody around them has their handout. You know what I'm saying? Like, always oh, uh, oh, trying uh, to get them to do yeah. something. They, they getting pulled so many different ways where I just come in like, yo, what's good? How you doing today? What's popping? Can I help you Man. with anything? You know what I'm saying? Man
1: and it just I'm not gonna just, lie my mama doing the same they tried to like ask Katie for some money and shit I'm like no trust me trust me on this you don't, you don't jump in the game like that hell
0: nah no. I mean shit I wouldn't even ask him ever you know what I'm saying you gotta let that come organically but what you can do is add value you know what I'm saying you add value to him and he just appreciates you that much more. And that's exactly what you did. You know, he, he needed right. the studio. You had the knowledge for it. And then the situation just kind of grew organically. Look, and then it opened the door to Nipsey, rest in peace. They opened the door to bum B while whatever. And all from being somebody's friend, you know, and I can't highlight that enough where people yeah. just solely want things from people, but they just try to skip over the friend thing. And they try to befriend people to get some, something out of them. And it's, and yeah. I don't think that's cool. You know what no. I'm saying? Because the truth always comes to the light, and you pretty much just wasted time once your card it once they pull your card. You know what I'm saying? So it's like
1: yeah, man, genuine. With yeah, me. because if he gave he could gave me, I'm just gonna throw a number out there. He could gave me fifty racks, right? And the things that I've done, you know, what I'm saying and 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 the moves that I that I made and the people I was able to work with was beyond money beyond some 50 racks or so, so like that, you know what I mean? I got to work with legends and, you know, being a studio with top-notch guys and put me on tours and different things out of like, you know what I mean? Like just talent. And, and you know what I mean? And that made me so much more than any, any couple of dollars you could have gave me and just say, okay, man, do your thing. Half the time, mm-hmm. you don't understand features, a couple of nice features of the people I worked with would have been 50,000 to hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars itself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, but I did have my people like, yo, why don't you ask Katie for a couple thou, or, you know, get a boo-boo-boo. Even my mom was talking, why don't you get some, Katie, give me some money. Go ahead, get, get, ask Katie. Like, but, <laughs> moms, trust me, trust me on this. Let me, I, I felt it. I felt the friendship with it. It wasn't, it wasn't on business. We was really friends. You know what I'm saying? We still friends to this day. Um, but, uh, but I, I just I just felt that friendship was genuine, you know what I mean? And he he enjoyed me just being able to come over to his house mm. and be a friend to him, just get on the game, talk shit, talk sports, talk this and that. It wasn't no, you know, nothing else. You know what I mean? Uh, hey, Katie, man, you should you should you know your arch should be a little bit smoother on that freak dog. You know what I mean? Just messing with him and stuff yeah. like that. You know what I mean? And um, but he he saw the talent in me. He saw like I said the humbleness in me, and and, and that's what made him want want to help me out so much and and, um and when James Harden came through the thunder that's when my career really elevated even more really elevated even more so yeah it was crazy
0: that's what's up man hell yeah good job man congratulations on that man I'm happy for you though that's that's an amazing story man the story's still being written which is even much more greater man so speaking of that Let's talk about this plaque, man. You got the plaque for working with Riff Raff. Congratulations on that. What I want to know, how did that session even come about? Because Riff Raff from the outside looking in, he looked like a crazy wild motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? So tell me how that hey,
1: went. It's, it's, a, it's a wild story, man. Honestly, mm-hmm. man, how I got to work with Riff Raff. Because, um, so I went to school um, in Arizona with this one guy named DJ Afterthought. Um, mm-hmm. DJ Afterthought. He um he's from Pittsburgh. He was actually he did a lot. He was a Mac Miller's DJ and stuff like that before he passed away.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, one time Riff Raff had a show in um Pittsburgh or whatever, mm-hmm. um, and he was looking for a hair braid, somebody to braid his hair, and my boy Afterthought he was actually DJing that show that night. Mm-hmm. So basically, you know, he was, and he also works with Taylor Gang a lot as well. He be, he works in the Taylor Gang offices, the studios and stuff. So he was really tied in there with Pittsburgh, really heavy. Right. So basically, like you know, Afterthought was a the guy there and stuff. He kind of was like, yo, I, I know somebody that can, you know, that, that whip you up real quick. You know what I'm saying? I know a couple people. So Raff was like, yeah, let's get it, make it happen. Basically, um, I, I, I might be telling it a little wrong, but I know, excuse me, I know that Raph didn't actually, I think his DJ was sick or something crazy where his DJ was late or sick or something on that nature. So afterthought filled in for him, he killed the show for him. Mm-hmm. After that, he made afterthought his DJ. Mm-hmm. After that, after a while he made afterthought his manager. Mm-hmm. So he was like his manager and his DJ. Mm-hmm. So on, the, um, so on these records and stuff, when they started working on these records, uh, DJ Afrika was like, you know, co-producer and things like that. These albums, me being Afterthought's friend, and the things that I was doing at the time, he hit me up. Was like, "Yo, see, uh, send some beats in, man. You know what I mean? Uh, I got a couple records with uh, with Riff Rap, You know what I mean? That we working on. You know what I'm saying? Blah blah blah. Sent them his way. Raff loved them. Next, you know, man, you know, put the album out, go number 29 on the Billboard man, mm-hmm. hip hop and R&B charts. Get a plaque coming, you know what I mean? And it was so crazy about it, honestly, because the album is actually an old album. Mm-hmm. What happened was Riff Raff and DJ Afterthought fell out. They fell out. Uh-huh. So Afterthought didn't know about the plaques and stuff that he was supposed to be getting mm-hmm. until Billboard wrote him was saying like, dude, are you going to pick this shit up or not? Are you going to pick up <laughs> right. the plaques or not, bro? What you doing? And I was like, <laughs> Bro, I didn't even know I had any. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So obviously, when you're part of a project, I, I produce maybe like three or four records on there. Mm. I get one as well. So I um I actually get two Billboard plaques coming um for two albums that I, we did with him and stuff. Mm. So this is this is amazing feeling, man. It's just, it's really crazy. And I also got a couple plaques on you know over a million streams from Spotify and stuff like that. So I you know some records and things. So. I'm trying to put my I'm trying to fill a little wall up, man. I'm trying to you know what I mean? I'm Try trying to fill a little get wall. Your up Dr. Dre up. On. I'm trying to fill the wall up with these days, man. You know what I'm saying? So um I actually don't have the um the plaque is supposed to be coming from today that we're talking, you know, uh should be here about five to seven weeks, you know, they have to make it and everything like that and send it our way, man. And it's just it's a it's kind of a weird feeling to know that I'm a billboard producer. You know what I mean? Like it's just uh it's just Registered is really weird. <laughs> registered, I get this in my hands and I hang it up at my mom's house. Um, to, you know, this, the the I'm I'm just it's just a beautiful feeling, man. But um, yeah. So that's 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 how I got that that billboard plaque coming, man. It's crazy.
0: Right. Well, congratulations, man. I'm so happy for you. I, I know the future is going to bring you so many greater things, man. So let me ask you, I mean, do you find yourself ever like leaving Oklahoma city and going to a more of a major city to, you know, broaden your horizons? Cause I noticed when I was living in Tampa, Florida, I was getting a lot of local fame, had a few songs on the rate right local radio stations and did some shows here and there, but I noticed, you know, for as big as I my mind is, it was too big for the city I was in. So I had to move to kind of grow. So I came to L.A. and, you know, I hit the ground running and, you know, did a lot of great things since I've been here. So I'm just asking you, do you ever see yourself, you know, transitioning?
1: Well, that's a good, that's a great question, actually, man, because the thing about it with Oklahoma is um, it's cheap. It's one of the cheapest states that you can live in. So, like, I, for what you pay for, in Los Angeles, just say a three million dollar house in, in in LA will probably just be three hundred thousand dollars in Oklahoma. Got it. You know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Um, everything is cheaper. Everything is easier. Um, before I had my my you know my children and stuff like that, my my daughter and everything. Mm-hmm. I was traveling all the time. I never was home though. You know what I mean? I was always in LA. I always was in New York. I was in Atlanta. You know, I was in Texas. Wherever I was, and I came back home to Oklahoma to rest my head. You know what I mean? Because like I said, it's it's just a cheap state. This is where all my family is. Everybody's here. Um, and then when I have my, you know, saying when I have my daughter and stuff like that, that's when um, you know I really didn't want to move and stuff like that officially. Because I thought about it many times, but I didn't want to officially move. Because like you know, saying like, I said, this is where I'm raising my daughter." Um, all my, my family's here, and um, it's just a cheap place, man. Like, I'm saving so much money, like Geico, you know what yeah. I mean? Being <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, for real, like, like I, I got a, a really nice, established band place that would probably cost four times the amount in a Los Angeles area because I can, my connects now, I can move and, and move around when I need to, you know what I mean? I don't right. have to officially be. And lost anyway, in one place, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. To to make things happen, especially nowadays, you know what I mean. Like how me and you communicating and stuff, you know what I mean, and just right. sending files through email and things like this. So much, it's so different now. You know what I mean? It's so that's different. Fast. So, but that's one of the main reasons why I'm here. It's not because of, you know uh, any other any other thing. is pretty much just raising raising a family here. It's just, it's just a cheaper place. Um, I know everybody in their mama here. I, I am Kevin Durant here now. I'm the guy here. <laughs> I'm,
0: you
1: know me. I am mean? the Diddy of my city now. You know what I mean? When I walk somewhere, they know me. I get free lunch, dinners, clubs, walk in for free. I I I, I gotta start all the way over if I go somewhere else. I ain't trying to do all that. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't trying to do all that. I'm living like a king out here, you feel me? So <laughs>
0: <laughs> Nah, that's what's up, man. <laughs> <laughs> well you come wherever you go you know your credits follow you know what I'm saying They do so.
1: follow yes sir yes sir they do follow that's 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 very true for sure
0: Yeah so if you came to a place like LA you know I think you you, you would hit the ground running you know cuz you got the credits man and right here credits is right. that's what it's all about
1: It it's is about and credits. I used to work with um I used to work with a guy out there in in LA you know I worked with a lot of people like I said that all, all around man um different producers and artists and stuff and I know people everywhere. That's the other thing, you know, I met so many people during this musical journey that, like I said, if I needed to get to LA for and sit down for a month, I can go, you know, I can go out there and do my work, get down and dirty and come back home. You know what I mean? And stuff like that. So, but, um, maybe when my daughter get a little older and she wants to move or something and, you know, we could teleport back and forth. I'll think about it. I'll see what what happens. I'll see what's happening.
0: If, it, if and how many kids you have? You have two children, you say?
1: I got I got I got one one daughter, but I had I take care of you know a lot. I mean you got know, what mean, you know what I'm saying, and that's a lot of you know, a lot of children and stuff that look up to me and I, you know, what I mean, I, I do my thing and handle love, but I got one biological daughter.
0: Got it, got it. No, the reason why I asked is because, you know, I wonder, you know, with the grind that we had to undergo as musicians or artists and stuff like that. And the ups and downs and the pitfalls and the snakes and cobras are all within it. Right. If your daughter wanted to be get into the music industry, would you uh is that something you would condone being, you know, the road that lies ahead and the work and everything?
1: A great question too, man. Um my daughter already has the entertainment in her bones, man. Like she's already so energetic, loves to sing. Loves to dance. Um, she's in gymnastics now, so she flips every five seconds. She just always <laughs> cartwheeling and doing the splits, and I'm about to about to break her face open every single day. So um, <laughs> um, she loves fashion. Like my daughter can literally like cut some socks out and put it on her Barbie and make like an outfit out of it and stuff. It's like really, really amazing. Like it sounds crazy, but if you saw how she do it, you'd be looking at her like if she's six years old old, so you're looking okay. at her like, "Wow, the create, you know, she's creative." And obviously, the kids with the YouTube and TikTok and all that stuff like that, she loves it. Yeah. Would I want her in this business to answer your question? If she went to, I don't know, man, because I see how Disney kids turn too. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I see how some of them. <laughs> I just see how some of them I done seen some of them Disney kids in turn two, man. Yeah, uh, I
0: done heard the story. Like, where are they now? And you find out, you know, what happened. Them child, <laughs>
1: them child stars, man, sometimes they don't have it all the way, man. Um, but I think if since I know understand the game and been in it, and it's she has somebody like me behind her, hmm. I not I won't, you know, I not be so bad about it. I didn't have nobody behind me. You know what I mean? Because I had to kind of learn the roast on my own. You know, I have my big brother and stuff, but he was already up and running doing this thing, you know what I'm saying? Um, but I, I, you know saying I'm saying? I wouldn't mind her. I wouldn't mind, you know what I mean? Um, if this is a profession that she wants to do, you know, and um, something like that, you know, uh, launching, talking about doing the OnlyFans pages and stuff like that, I'm good to go. Hey, <laughs> that's, a, to, fact. that's go. a fact. I'm good to go.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm we,
1: don't we don't want that. We don't want that. That's that's that's, that's where I'm I'm my father. That's where I'm, I'm I'm Yeah. Going to be strict on, you know what I'm saying? On yeah, that
0: level. Fuck, fuck yeah. Hell yeah. Shit is shit is crazy. I mean it's mind boggling what they're doing with that only and what people don't know. OnlyFans fans isn't just for freaks, you know, it's just You know, that's what's glorified because, you know, the the amount of money that's coming in so quick. But, yeah, there's some, you know, a lot of college instructors are only fans. It's for anybody that has a fan for anything. You know, it's not necessarily just about that. But either way, that's a whole nother conversation, man. But, uh, but nah, man, but that's that's what's up, man. Yeah, and I, and I always ask people that to have children that's in the game because you know, we, we, we're we basically paving the way for them and we're learning as we go. And there's just so much that we still don't know, but we're still going, still trying. Yeah. And next thing you know, 10 20 years don't went by, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, exactly. you know, do, do you want your, your, you know, your, your, I guess, your heir to your throne going through that? But I guess, you know, us. of paving the way for them they don't have to start from back there they can start from
1: where we're at right right you know they don't have to you know my daughter she won't have to worry about all that craziness to get to that next level you know because dad's gonna hold it down make sure she's good Mm -hmm. um and what's honestly man i already have my daughter she's already like i put her as a um ceo of my company already there you go. So she already so and she's all and she's also always executive producer to my albums or anything I put out. So she gets royalty checks now. There you go.
0: So, Hell yeah. Let me ask you, is she is she authorized user on your credit card yet?
1: <laughs> I'll put it to you like this, man. Wherever she wants, she gets, so you may as well say it. You may as well say she is already. You know, what okay, I mean, just
0: just make it show, man, because that's that's definitely key. You know, when it comes to building that credit for them early, you know what I'm saying? That's would...
1: facts. And what's real? That's 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 very true, because that's kind of how my mom's established credit for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and my pops, they used, to, I got a little loan out mm-hmm. for me to buy my my equipment when I was younger. You know, just a little cheap loan, five hundred dollars, seven fifty, and pay that bad boy back.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Once I paid it off got me another loan. Same thing. So exactly what you said, facts. And I'm definitely going to do that with my daughter for sure. Definitely.
0: Yeah, man. That's what's up, man. Well, my last, last little, last piece of advice, man, I do this with every guest on the show, man. I need you to give me some key advice that you can give to an up-and-coming artist, you know, up-and-coming producer, somebody looking to get into this music game, knowing everything that you know now, you know, what advice can you give to somebody, no matter what age, that says, okay, today I choose to take music seriously. What do I have to do? You know, What advice can you mm. give that person?
1: Well, there's, there's a couple steps I would say. For one, patience. Patience, 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 because there's so many of us that want to do this. You know what I mean? There's a million producers, there's a million of our millions of artists, millions of DJs, and we're all trying to get to that door. You know what I mean? Everybody's crowding that door, waiting to use like a buffet line. You're just waiting, like, you know what I'm saying? When's, okay, so mm-hmm. you're just chilling, you know what I'm saying? Patience, man, because you just never know when your time is. You know what I mean? I did not know waking up this day that I was going to run into Kevin Durant. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I, I quit multiple times before this situation happened. You know what I mean? Like, I, you know how I give up on music. Man, man music sucks. I hate it. I'm done with it. I'm finished. The next, you know, a week later. Hey, man, y'all try to do some music. Y'all try to make some, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That, that's, that's part of the game. You know what I mean? So I quit so many times, and then I just happened to just – keep going and keep going. And then next thing you know, I ran into somebody, not even a musician at that, not even a musician or somebody who had any type of musical background and talent. I ran into a basketball player. You know what I mean? That helped me create my career. So patience, man, is is, is a big key with anything, honestly. You know what I mean? It not just goes with music. It just goes with anything in life. You be patient for it and it can come to you It what happen for you. You just never know. Another thing I would say is, Learn the business. Man, gotta learn a business. You don't learn a business. Oh my gosh. You're gonna be the
0: business. I'll <laughs> show you a little thing or two.
1: <laughs> You're gonna be in trouble. The talent, the music part, you got it cool. But you can be having the best talent in the world. And 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 be spend a million times a day, and all this good stuff, and you might not even be getting paid for it because your pay- paperwork wasn't right. Mm. You know, just little stuff like that. You know, what I mean that—that that you just have to learn. Learn the business is another big, key, uh, big key to this game, man. And my last, network, shake hands. Don't be scared to meet somebody shake some hands. They might tell you no, but that's okay. Keep going. Meet the next man. Don't, don't, don't feel like, you know, someone's going to just cause they, they look like they might be on this level or that level that they won't respond to you. Mm. I, 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 there's so many people who I wrote, just, just hitting up and stuff that I was like, they're not going to write me back. Yeah. Two months later, I'll get a DM back. Like, yo, what's up, son? Yo, you, yo, yo, I read, and I read your bio, man. You're pretty nice. You don't be like, damn, two months later, but you hit me back. Right. And so you just got to, you know say, But networking, you know what I mean? You just, so patience, business, and network. And I feel like those three keys right there, you'll be okay.
0: You'll be yeah, okay. You hit the nail right on the head, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm definitely, uh, can attest to all of that being very accurate. <laughs> you know what I mean. So let the people know where they could follow you. You know where they could reach out and listen to your beats, or you know acquire some of your services. You know what I mean. What let the people know?
1: <clears> oh <throat> uh, yes, sir. Um, so I have a website. It's a uh, visionarymusic.com. and that's visionary with a Z. So it's V I Z, I O N. A-R-Y music.com and on there, basically I'll take you through everything that you need to know. I have EP deals that we can do together. Um, beats on there that you can listen to for production. If you need mixing or mastering, you can get that. Um, we do marketing and advertisement. We also do distribution. When I say distribution, we can get you through Apple music, Spotify, Spotify, Title all the major platforms to get you to string your music or get your music bought. We do all of that on that website. Um, so that's visionarymusic.com. V I Z I O N A R Y music.com. And if you want to link up with me, um, my I usually use Instagram the most. My Instagram page is at Laron That's L E R O N as in Nancy. V I Z I O N the wrong vision. And you catch me on there, man. Um, good page. You see me working with a lot of people on there from Wale's and the Kevin Durant's and all the big people that we was talking about. Um, you know what I mean? It's, it's dope. Some of the shows I've done both of the harmony. It's beautiful, man. Like I said, God has definitely blessed me, man. I'm just, I'm just here just, just, just humble and happy, man. And just, just trying to do the best I can for my daughter, man, you know, making her smile. That's the reason why I'm here, man.
0: That's what's up, man. Well, congrats on all your success, my brother. And like I said, let God see you the rest of the way because he's already blessing you, man. You're already blessed. So thank, thank you for tuning you, in. Thank you for, thank you for being a part of the show today. I appreciate you. And I look forward to definitely working with you,
1: man. You know what I'm saying? I mean, Hey, we definitely got to connect, my guy. Please do. Let's definitely work.
0: For sure, for sure. Yeah, after this, you know, we'll chop it up a little bit. Let me uh, wrap it up. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Sleepers for Billionaires, the podcast. I am your host, Johnny Vegas, CL McCoy. Make sure you check him out. Get some of his beats. Stream his music. He's trying to feed his daughter. Let's get him. Let's get him to L.A. Let's get him to L.A., baby. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Make sure you like and subscribe to the channel Make sure you copy some of this merch Stay tuned for more episodes to come Thank you for watching Appreciate you, Ken yeah. I want to be a billionaire I ain't getting no sleep Till I see a milli every week I want to be a billionaire I ain't getting no sleep Till I see a billy every week I want to be, be a billionaire Billionaire I want to be a Billionaire, billionaire.